TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Kevin Saul joins us, Wichita State Athletic Director. We have not talked to you, Kevin, in a little while. Some things have been happening. How are you? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? You know we're doing well. It's uh, it's uh, stopped raining for a little bit here, so everything's looking good. Uh, let's good. jump right into it. You you were brought here at a time when Wichita State Athletics uh, needed some uh, needed a maybe a new look, uh, a fresh look. Some big changes have been made. Just uh, take us through the process of your first what has it been eighteen months on the job and how busy you've been, and some transformational changes have have been made. Well, Bob, it's been exactly a year. I started July 5th of uh, last wow. year, so yesterday was uh, was first day of year two. So I just appreciate being on the show. I, I would start with we got a lot of great people um, within the university and within athletics, and uh, certainly uh, areas that needed to be addressed, but there was a lot of positives walking in in terms of uh, folks that have been with the department for a long time that feel very passionate about supporting our student athletes and serving them in a first class way and and so I think that's where it starts is is any organization rises and falls on leadership we got a great president that um, um, has a vision for uh, Wichita State University in particular our athletics program and he and I share in that vision I think that that alignment's incredibly important as we move forward so as you know we've spent a lot of time focusing on both internal and external efforts in terms of getting our our structure and organization uh, right. That takes some time. Bob, I I would say that any leader walking into an organization um, really needs to assess and listen and learn first, and we've spent a lot of time doing that. We'll continue to do that. Um, We've made a couple hires uh, here in the last month or so to to shore up our administrative staff, and we will – make an announcement about that as we move forward late summer and early fall in terms of our executive and senior leadership. Obviously, we've, we've made some transitions in three different uh, sports. But I would tell you we spent a lot of time on, on infrastructure uh, as well, both internally and externally, uh, really shoring up our uh, mission, vision, and philosophy from a, a fundraising and development standpoint. Really excited about the, the million-dollar weight room renovation that uh, – is nearing conclusion and will be ready for student athletes when they return in August. So um, a lot of positive things going on. We still have uh, much on our plate and a lot of work to do moving forward. So, yeah, obviously uh, three new hires in three pretty high profile uh, programs. So 
as far as the evaluation process goes for those programs moving forward, do you consider them on equal footing as far as timeline for uh, competing for conference championships and, and beyond? Is there a program that you feel maybe is a, ahead of that curve uh, right away? Uh, or like I said, is it kind of all equal and you'll evaluate them all based on this, this ground floor level? So I think it's hard. We have 15 unique sports programs and they're all in, in, in different places. They're, they all have variability in terms of uh, human resources, whether that's staff or scholarships. Uh, the facilities are, are, are different across our sports. Um, rules and standards are different. The, the level of competition within the league or outside of it or within the region um, are different. Financial resources may be different. So I think it's it's a challenge to um, apply the exact same evaluation process to every single one of our 15 sports programs. You know, uh, as we've talked about, that it takes resources for us to compete for championships, and uh, we want to align those resources to championship-level expectations. We need to get all of our programs in the top third of the new American Athletic Conference that uh, became new here about five days ago with the entry of six new uh, institutional peers. So, um, that evaluation will occur program by program, uh, specific to each program in terms of where they are. And so happy to dive into any singular one of those programs if you'd like, but um, I feel like we've got uh, we've got good leadership and excited in our direction. Talking with Kevin Saul, Wichita State Athletic Director. So I'm, I'm always curious uh, to know more about the individuals we talk to here and uh, being an athletic director can be uh, difficult, obviously, and it's sometimes a lonely uh, job. And uh, you obviously had a honeymoon period here at Wichita State. I think everybody uh, agreed with some of the decisions that were made. But then we got to the baseball decision, and that certainly was not a unanimous agreement. And there was uh, some pushback uh, when the decision was made to move on from Lauren Hibbs, and Brian Green was brought in. Just talk about that aspect of your job and understanding that there are decisions that you have to make uh, that will not be met with uh, approval by all ranks. Bob, I really appreciate you asking that question. And I, I'll start with um, just sharing a little bit uh, with you about my heart and maybe a little bit of vulnerabilities. I, re I really hate disappointing people. And uh, uh, we work really, really hard, our staff and, and um our student athletes, and uh, I, I think one of the most difficult parts of the job can be um, the, the lonely aspect of making decisions with 100% of the information, uh, whereas you might be met with opinions or criticisms or even um, um, encouragement uh, from folks that don't necessarily know 100% of of what is going on internally within the department or within a, a particular program. And so I think that's where there can be a disconnect. Um, certainly understand that not every, every decision that we make is uh, will have a hundred percent unanimous support. Uh, but I, I do firmly believe that individuals, as they work through their, their careers, you guys have spent a lot of time in media and radio um, as folks make their way through their, their respective professional careers, you get to a spot where, um, you, you, you um, assimilate and grow based on your ability to make decisions. And I firmly believe that, that most folks that are in leadership 
physicians have the ability to make smart, sound, responsible, and methodical decisions with all of the information. And I feel like we've done that in this particular case. I think the unfortunate aspect of it is not all of that information is accessible uh, to those that would necessarily consume uh, the decision to agree with it or not to agree with it. And so I think that's where the challenge lies. And so ultimately, um, it calls upon trust and faith uh, that we have the right leaders in place to make the right decisions. Yeah, I'll just build off of that as far as baseball goes. Uh, you know, obviously there was some uh, talk about going outside of the quote-unquote Wichita State uh, coaching tree or family. And even though, you know, you have Gene and, and Brent and those type of people on board, I think, I guess I'll ask you, how important just do you think it is for Wichita State fans and people around the program to see that someone can come from the outside and still be as dedicated to the school and to the program where it's not just another job. Obviously, Brian Green is all in on being in Wichita and representing Wichita and being part of that program. Do you think, uh, I mean, that speaks volumes, doesn't it, for the fan base, I would imagine? Well, Brian Green as, a, as an individual is somebody that I'm confident our fan base will, will become very close to and very excited about. He's uh, very passionate about college baseball, about serving young men. Um, about leading young men and making them, um, you know, leaders of character and competence and consequence, not only for athletics, but for life. And so he subscribes to all those things. Um, I can tell you that he is wildly passionate about the opportunity here. Uh, he and I firmly believe that this is a uh, an Omaha-type place. It obviously has shown that propensity in the past, um, and we certainly can get there. I think to your question about uh, inside the family or outside the family, it's certainly a factor uh, when you consider making hires. And, and we spoke with, uh, you know, 8, 10, 12 candidates, some of whom were, quote, unquote, in the Shocker family and some of whom were not. And um, I think at the end of the day, you've got to make a decision that, that you feel like is best for the program at that particular moment in time. I can certainly understand um, – our fan base and the public perception about um, an individual that might come from outside the family, right? If you look at the last 40 years of uh, shocker baseball, um, there's, there's been what, six years, a handful of years where you've had a coach that came from outside the organization and that didn't end well. So I can certainly see how conclusions can be drawn that uh, somebody from outside the program, um, may raise some eyebrows. And I would also share with you the flip side of that coin is um, that not e not every great coach is going to be a part of, the, of a particular program at a particular institution or have history or alumni um, ties to that program. And so I think it's a balance. And at the end of the day, you've got to weigh all that information and make the best decision for your program. But make no mistake, Brian Green is incredibly passionate about this opportunity. I'm passionate about supporting him and our our baseball student athletes. And at the end of the day, I think where we've fallen short a little bit here the last few years is putting our student athletes first in everything that we do. Um, we've struggled through in my time here, we struggled through um, some significant adversity in the fall. We did the same thing this spring. And at the end of the day, we've got to put our student athletes first and create a, uh, an environment that they want to be a part of an environment that they don't want to leave, that they understand that there's growth and development um, that they've got people that are, are looking out for their best interests and that want to move the program forward and compete for championships. 
Kevin Salt, our guest, uh, Wichita State Athletic Director. We've talked about this in the past numerous times, but I remain very curious about uh, the upheaval in college athletics, not just NIL and transfer portal stuff, but also conference realignment. That hits here uh, noticeably uh, this fall when the new AAC, the restructured American Athletic Conference, becomes uh, part of the culture here in Wichita. Uh, you're inside. You're, you're a guy that talks to, uh, I presume, a lot of other athletic directors and your conference commissioner. What's your, uh, what's your thought on this new AAC? Are you optimistic that it can hold together, that uh, schools like Memphis and SMU are mentioned as potential uh, building blocks elsewhere? Uh, do you think we can hold on to this conference for a while, Kevin? Well, I, again, I, I think we've got tremendous leadership. I know we have tremendous leadership in Commissioner Oresco and, and how he's positioned this league over the last 10 years. We're celebrating our 10-year uh, anniversary this year. And I, I think he's been ahead of the game in terms of contingency plans and being able to execute those plans to keep our conference in a competitive position. And so, you know, I think the remarkable thing is if you if you look back and you think back to, boy, when did all this conference realignment piece begin, you could make an argument that it began in the, the early to mid-90s. Um, the SEC and, and the Big Eight at that point in time uh, made moves to acquire universities. Some, some would use the term properties um, in terms of the televisions and the fan bases and all those things that they bring. And that's been a relative constant. You know, I graduated from uh, uh, TCU in 1999, um, and I spent three years there, and I was in three different athletic leagues as a student athlete. So conference realignment's been something that's been around for 25 to 30 years. I don't think it's going away. I think uh, that our industry is laser-focused on additional revenue to support um, student athlete experiences, salaries, benefits, all the things, none of that's getting cheaper. Um, travel, scholarships. Uh, when Wichita State University increases tuition by 5.9%, um, our tuition bill within athletics goes up by 5.9%. That takes it from about a $4 million tuition bill to about a $4.5 million tuition bill, just short of that. So, um, you know, those, those, the, the search for dollars and new revenue and new revenue streams will always be a part of athletics. It has always been a part of athletics. Um, and so I think conference realignment is here to stay for a little while. Um, I will tell you, I feel great about uh, the league that we're in, obviously from a basketball perspective, um, you've got two institutions that were in the, the final game of the NIT. You've got an institution that was in, uh, the final four, you have another institution that was uh, the champions of the CBI. And so if you look at, you know, the four teams in the final four, the two teams in the final NIT and the two teams in the final uh, of the CBI, we had, uh, we had four of those teams. Um, and so I think it will be a strong basketball league, both on the men's and women's side. Uh, we're taking on some, some quality programs in terms of baseball and volleyball. So I, I do believe that it will remain competitive. I think the most important measuring stick that you, that you have as a commissioner and as an institution um, are the financial components and then your access to championships. And I think we're still a league in most sports that will be a multi-bid league. All right. Well, we appreciate your time. It's always good to have you on. Thanks for uh, making yourself available. Guys, thanks so much for the time. I don't take that for granted, and I really appreciate the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with you and just appreciate your coverage of our programs.
Everybody does, Kevin. Everybody likes to spend time with Jeff and me. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we all take care. Go Shockers. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 